going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of The Court of Capes, where your favorite just judges discuss, rate, and rank hero content, live action, animation, and anime, all that good stuff. We do it, we cover it, shows, movies, everything. We try to do it all for you guys, so we can enjoy these pieces of content together. Welcome to the show. As I said, we are the Court of Capes. You can find us on Spotify, Anchor Podcasts, Google Podcasts, all your podcast services around the globe, including YouTube as well, where you get to see my pretty face and cool background and the cool layout I've done for us. Come on now. Got to put in the work, put in the hours. Oh, yeah. Click to see the pretty face. <laughs> Click, yes, yes, the pretty face. Well, today... Guys, I've had a lot of fun. I've, I'm going to tell you, I've been super surprised with how much fun I've actually had with reviewing Kim Possible. Yes, it's growing on him. It's like... It, it brings joy to the heart to hear those words. <laughs> so, okay, this, this, may be, this may be like kind of a weird take. I'm enjoying the show, but it's almost like I'm enjoying talking about it and doing all the fun bits. So we have more than, I, than watching the show itself. I'll take it. Like it, it's yeah. so weird. Like I'm enjoying the show. I am, but like this, this, like there's just fun elements that I like going into about the show itself that it brings, which is like makes the show multifaceted. It increases the quality of the show itself. I feel you. Yeah, yeah. I've had a lot of fun. Well, without further ado, before we get into it, we are discussing Kim Possible season two, episodes six through eight. 10, 14, and 24. We are, as I said previously in this last episode, that we are trying to approach this show with as as much chronological accuracy as possible. So it's yep. not super confusing for us or you guys. Without further ado, let me introduce myself and my fellow judges. I am the Darkness Correspondent, Kingslayer, Judge Shelton. Alongside of me, we have our very own MCU conspiracy theorist and chaos bringer, Judge Brown. This is going to be exciting, boys. Excitement! Don't touch the mullet. All right. We also have the showman, the conqueror, Judge Cooper. Man, I wish Shiga was real. <laughs> oh, man. Don't we, y'all? <laughs> I mean, we got, I mean, like, she goes the reason that we all, all got into goth girls when we were young, right? That was, like, the thing, right? You know how it do. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I didn't watch Kim Possible regularly at all, but I saw me some bits and pieces, and as a young stallion, I did see <laughs> some Shigo. And I was like, that is what I call curiously attractive. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> like... There's attractive, and then there's like weirdly attractive. You know, <laughs> it's like the yeah, it's like the whole thing. Oh man, but yes, some fun characters, character designs in this show, including Shiko and everything else, everyone else that is involved, and not only was, I mean, is there fun within the show, Curtis? But there's also fun within the video games 
That's Ooh. right, you heard it. We got video games about Kim Possible, and Curtis, last episode, decided to talk about the very first one, Kim Possible, on Game Boy Advance, correct? Yep, it is fine, but you can just look up a YouTube video of it. Yes, that is the ranking that we, or the rating that we gave it. Fine, look it up on YouTube. But now, we are going to discuss Kim Possible 2 on Game Boy Advance very quickly, and he's not going to be the only one discussing it, because I decided to take him up on his offer, download oh, a Game Boy Advance emulator, and get the game. So, so let me start. let me kick this off by saying this is a vastly superior game. Kim Possible 1, The okay. Revenge of Monkey Fist. Kim Possible 2, Draken's Demise, is mm. definitely an expansion on the idea of the first game. First game was just like a beat-em-up where you just kind of beat things up. Mm -hmm. Second game is more of, gamers will know this term, a Metroidvania, mm. where the levels are bigger, they're more exploratative, and there are different... Um, obstacles within every level that you can't overcome yet. You have to go back when you get more gadgets later in the game Ooh. and come back for collectibles. Now, there are three things that you can complete in the game. You can find and fight every enemy. Boring. You can find all the little crosshair symbols. Boring. But the one that I did and I completed was finding all of the character trading cards in the Ooh. game. And... It's fun. It's fun. It's a it's a good game. I would say like I'd give it like an eight out of ten. Definitely a three out, a three stars on our system. Okay. I think that if you're a Kim Possible fan, you should seek out this game and emulate it or buy a copy of it because mm. it is a lot of fun and way better than like a licensed Disney Channel game has any right to be. Oh, yeah, I don't personally have much experience with Disney Channel licensed games. At least I don't think I they do. They ain't good most of the time. Yeah, and I feel like most of them are story-based, maybe. I don't know. I'm pretty sure there was some That's a Raven Game Boy Advance game that I saw once. Oh, there definitely was. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but no, I, I decided, as I said, to um, download an emulator, emulate the game, and it was a lot of fun. It was a little difficult using the keyboard because of the way they have the Game Boy Advance is a handheld mm -hmm. system, correct? Yep. So on the keyboard, it's kind of different because they want you to be able to press like L and R and A and B at, maybe at like the same time or you know differentiate between the two. And it was difficult to get the handle at first because I'm personally not a keyboard player usually. I usually prefer controller if I'm playing any sort of video game. Um, but I had fun with it. I played it for like 30 minutes before we started recording, actually. And it was pretty fun. I The dialogue was kind of interesting. Um, they did Wade a huge disservice. They made him look really weird at one time. Yeah. It's like... He looks weird. I was like, Wade's looking really weird right now. Um, it was also super interesting going and putting a Game Boy Advance game on my screen, which is like... Well, I'm sure the pixels look just, yeah, just great. Yeah, yeah, total of 60 pixels. <laughs> it was like, what is going on here? This is so much different. I was able to downsize it enough to where it didn't, you know, like, give me a seizure or anything. <laughs> um... But I had fun. Like, there was the 
the um the grappling hook which as we talked about before we started recording which actually felt pretty fluid for a game boy game and that was really interesting the mechanics of the game aren't that bad and it seemed to be pretty fun and yeah i would probably give it the same rating you did and it's really not that hard to find a like a reputable or a good emulator and get the game like it's not that hard if you have access to any sort of like pc like a laptop or anything like that it's pretty simple pretty easy and if you really enjoy Kim Possible itself and want to exploit it even further or just have some fun, jump it around as Kimmy, KP. And uh, I'll just run through because there's like, so there's four uh, stories in the game. Story number one, you're tracking down Falsetto Jones. And literally the only plot to that is he wants revenge for something that we'll talk about in this episode. Mm. He's just like, I want revenge. <laughs> yeah. Um, the second one is where Duff Killigan actually goes to Wacky Wally's weather machines and steals the same weather machine that Draken and Shigo stole in an episode we'll talk about later. Interesting. Um, and then the third episode is um, a sequel to the um, Gemini episode in Kim Possible, where Gemini kidnaps Rufus this time because of like the Rufus factor at the end of that, that episode. Yeah, and you have to go save Rufus, and you get to fight Gemini at the end, which is fun. Um, you basically just punch him until you push him against this big button, <laughs> and then he just like falls through the floor, which is <laughs> ironic. Um, and then the fourth one is um, actually loosely based off of an episode where we haven't seen yet, but it's not that big of a spoiler. Basically, an episode where uh, Draken builds robots, and this has some of the robots from that, and you fight Draken at the end, and you beat him, and the game's over. So the last thing I want to talk about about this game um, is I want to show everybody all of the cards in the game. Let me just activate my camera real Ooh, quick. Ooh, okay. Why, hello. All right. How do I flip this thing around? Special episode, ladies and gentlemen. You get to see Curtis's pretty face. All right. All right. So can everybody sort of see yes. the yeah. grainy DS that Super I played this Super grainy. Game okay, so... And they're basically just, the cards are just pictures. All right, let me let me get it to where, switch hands here, because i got to flip between them. All right, so first we got Kim Possible. Mm-hmm. Then we got Kim Possible Cheerleader Edition. Ooh. We got Mr. Barkin, Blonde Mr. Edition. Blonde <laughs> Edition, Mr. Barkin. Which is weird, because this is based on Season 2. Yes. We got Falsetto Jones, oh, looking all snazzy. We got Dr. Director, Ooh. looking snazzy. Betty, we like right? ourselves the doctor. Yep. Betty. We got the man, Ron Stoppable. We got Ron Stoppable, Serious Edition. Ooh. Nice. I like that. I like that. Yeah, I do. We got Duff Killigan getting ready to kill somebody. <laughs> we got D and Amy. Always Ooh, fun. That was super random. Rufus, Rufus being adorable. Oh. Dracanada. Ah, Dracanada. <laughs> so good. So good. Oh my gosh. Cover your eyes, children. Let's just say that uh, playing this game as a child uh, taught me a couple things. <laughs> we got Ron Stoppable. Ron Stoppable. Ron Stoppable. We got Wade being, being himself. Draken again. Draken, <laughs> Draken again. Crazy. Can't get too much Draken. We got Zeta. Oh, Zeta. wow. You're looking nice. There's we some deep made... cuts here. 
We uh, totally didn't see her again. Yeah, no. They they better have Monique if they have Zeta. We will we will see Zeta again though at some point. I'm okay. not going to say when though. Chigo. Ooh, looking mean. I like that thick mane, girl. <laughs> we'll do. Lame. No. Lame. The Rufus. Oh, yeah. I love that reference so much. The, the Tunnel Lord. The Tunnel Lord. Larry. <laughs> Cousin Larry, yes. We got Kim Possible Gown Edition, which we will discuss momentarily. Yeah, we will. We got Kim Possible Battle Armor Edition. Ew. Fun. I like it. We got uh, Vivian. Viv! Uh, if we Possible. got Mr. Possible, we better have Mrs. Possible. What are they doing here? SSJ. Triple S. Being all villainous. We got Gemini. <laughs> we got Bonnie. Oh, Bonnie. Love You're Bonnie. evil. We got Josh Josh Manky, Manky my boy. The, the Mank. Jim and Tim. Nice. Hey, there she that's is. That's what I'm talking yeah. about. I got a 100% this game now. Yeah, you do. <laughs> yeah, you do. We got Monkey Fist looking stupid. <laughs> We got White Stripe. Oh my god! Yeah. <laughs> Can't wait to talk about him. Oh, uh, and ferocious ferret. We got Rufus. Shigo getting ready to kill somebody. Yeah. We got another Kim. We got Fem. why he's been here. I don't know. Wow. We got Tuxedo Special Agent Rufus. We have Ice Cream Dragon. Oh, might be my favorite dragon. Just <laughs> yeah, saying. Yep, he's so good. We got, we got uh, Douchey Rock. Playa, play Ron. And uh, that's it. That's all the cards. And wow. The only reason I had to show those was because I mean I put in work to get them, so you put it's going to amount to something. Yeah, that's right. Put in the that's hours. Cool. Ultimately, it came down to me like playing the game twice because I missed a bunch of cards the first time through, but mm. it's only like. 13 14 levels so it didn't take that long i think it took me like three hours to like beat the game twice so nice Interesting. pretty fun yeah well there you are <laughs> our third video game review all right or yeah 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 third video game review kim possible 2 on game boy advance we give it the rating of uh we recommend that if you're a kim possible fan go out and Download it if you can, or even buy it. Next week, Kim Possible 3 on GBA. Ooh, nice. All right. That's some exciting stuff. Well, you did mention a new villain, which I think is a great segue into the next, or first episode we're going to review, episode six, Rufus and Show, Adventures in Rufus, sitting of Kim Possible season two. Let's get into All it right. first. Let's get into the nitty-gritty of these episodes. Let's do it. So our first kind of bisected episode where we have 11-minute mini-episodes, if impossible. Um, so this first episode um, is a dog show. And the first top point is, man, this French guy is in it a lot more than I remember. <laughs> like, the French guy has been in, like, four or five episodes. The Le Goop guy. Le Goop. Oh, Yeah! He really but he's has. been in so many episodes. Oh, no. Um, hot point number two, Ron feeds the fancy dog cheese. 
Not uh, only does he feed it cheese, it's called a, a new food, new food alert, ladies and gentlemen. We have the alert. Mucho Caliente Cheesadillas. Which wow. looks like a big block of cheese, and I'm down for it. It really <laughs> does, and I'm going to try to find that food. We're going to add that food to the list of things <laughs> we're going to make and yes. things that are our food rankings as well. Write that one down, Josh. Oh, I guess. I, I got it. Hot point number three. Kim's gown is absolute fire. Oh, like she is absolutely slaying in this whole episode, and we will talk about a, a another outfit later on. Um, but just her gown in of itself, just destroying. Mm -hmm. The black, the black definitely yes. goes with the uh, the pale redhead kind of look. Mm -hmm. Yep, yep. Um, next top point, we have a new villain, Falsetto Jones, who got his name because of a freak helium accident. Oh, is that what it said? I thought it just said yeah. freak accident. Nope, freak helium accident. Oh yeah. my gosh. <laughs> what happened? Do we know what happened? Uh, no. No, oh. that's about all we know. Oh, okay. I remember... Okay, funny, funny story of elementary school. I remember uh, hanging out with my friends in like third or fourth grade and like my best friend at the time was like, hey, have you seen the one where, like, they reveal that Falsetto, how Falsetto Jones, like, got his voice and, like, his face turned purple and stuff? And I was like, no, I've never seen that. Dude was lying to me. What? That episode Dang, does not exist. bro. I was like, thanks a lot. I wish he took you to some, like, other video on YouTube that was super random and someone, like, like, someone, like, put together a bunch of clips to make it seem like Falsetto Jones, like... To actually show what happened, and it pretty and sure it, this was pre YouTube. Oh, okay. And then it's like, gotcha. That'd have been funny. A bunch of kids out there in like 2040 just gasped at the idea of pre YouTube. <laughs> oh, oh, true. What was life before YouTube? Like We're really old, by the way. It it was it was crazy. Like thinking about it, because some people talk about like getting big on YouTube when YouTube was just starting out, and I was like. Man, I barely knew about YouTube, and I didn't even know that you could get big on YouTube. Like, what? It was, like, before, like, back in the day when it was just starting. Man. We missed out. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> we're right. making it now. Two more hot points for this mini-episode. Um, next hot point. Kim's friggin' stealth suit... We getting some more suits. Mm -hmm. I think the cell suit looks cool. Be cool. Fair. A lot of suction cups. Yes, a lot of suction cups. And as always, rocket propelled skates, which I love, <laughs> and will always be cool. Yeah, they are. Like, tell me, you as a seven year old, you didn't want rocket propelled skates? That's dope. You would have died, but it's dope. Yeah. <laughs> yes. So true. Both are true. All right, last hot point of the episode. Okay, we haven't talked about this specifically yet, but Rufus's theme song is dope. So dope. I love it. Did you finally notice it, Josh? I did not. Was I kind of forgot about it. 
Every oh. time Rufus does something cool. Oh my goodness. It, it goes, it's something to the effect of. Yeah. It's like, it's like a techno, like, uh, uh, hip hoppy sound. Okay. Does that sound right, Curtis? Yeah. Something like that. Interesting. Well, I will oh, make yeah. sure to look at or like listen to it next time for complete, and right. we can maybe throw it on the rankings list. Well, wait, wait, one second, one second. I'm gonna find it because wait, wait. if you look wait. it up on YouTube, then something will be spoiled for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, I oh. got it, Curtis. Give me a second. I'll get. I mean, I have okay. it here, and it looks like it's literally. Oh no, that's just a theme song for Kim Possible. Why? It's just saying like naked mole rap. Don't look at that, Josh. It's a spoiler. Yeah, I'm. I'm not. It's just. It's just huge spoiler. Yeah, that's all it's saying is naked mole rap. Hmm, it's weird. It's not. Yeah, it's not showing at all. I, I. I will have to listen to it next time. Yeah, I'd recommend just googling it instead of YouTubing it. But yeah, um, did you all want to give any thoughts about what you thought about this mini-episode, or wait until the thoughts at the very end? Um, let's see if I have anything written down. I think I had more stuff written down for the second one than the first one. Makes sense. More happened. Okay, okay. I found it. Are we ready for this? Oh, can yeah, is yeah. it possible for us to listen to it right now? It's only a snippet of a random YouTube video, basically. I think you're fine. Yeah, but how am I going to hear it? Well, we'll see if this works. Here we go. Did you hear that? Nope. Nope. Dang it. Okay, never mind. I have nothing to help. You'd probably have to share your screen. <laughs> okay. Give me a second. I'll get this up. Keep talking about something else. All right, go into the next episode. All right. Um, so... Next episode, um, we have a triple villain spectacular. Yes. Where Duff Killigan, Monkey Fist, and Shigo are trying to track down a chip that Rufus has eaten because Rufus is chilling with Kim because Ron is going on a French vacation. Mm. Um, so, obviously, I enjoyed this part of the episode more, but I had less to less hot points because there were less Kim suits, basically. Um, all right. First hot point. Monkey Fist rides around in a banana plane. In a giant banana <laughs> plane. Oh my goodness. Oh, so, so on good. the nose. <laughs> the monkey nose. The monkey nose. Yeah, um, like legit. Just a giant banana. My goodness. Um, next top point. Um, and this has appeared in other episodes, but let me just give a special shout out to her jetpack, like backpack exploding out is always cool. Yeah. I love that. So and half the time, you episode. never expect it. Like, it just happens. Yep. You're like, oh, shoot! Yep. She flies! Um, and then the last, the last hot point I had for this episode was, I love all of the stoppables mispronouncing French things. Oh, the, the Louvera? <laughs> yeah, the Louvera. They all do it. Oh, Who's so up good. for the Louvera? I was like, oh, my gosh. 
Um, so Curtis, within this uh mini episode, we got another new food that was named. Now it could just be a larger order of the meal, but a quesarito knocka platter was stated. Hmm. And so I don't know if that's literally just a platter of a bunch of quesaritos or not. And I think this is the first time quesarito might have been mentioned. Yeah, I think you're right. Because we had the chimarito. Yep. But th- now we have the quesarito, so it could be a different item. That's totally different. Yes. Um, so that <laughs> that's another food, but a food they do sell at Taco Bell. And oh my gosh, the quesaritos are so good. So um, good. So Love good. them. I get this. They're so they're so good. Um, and the other, the other point that I had, um, well, other than that, she goes, apparently shops at Smarty Mart. Totally didn't expect that one. Which is amazing. (laughs) Yes. Um, is that, okay, so Ron was calling Wade from his phone at one point, but there was a live video of him. How? He was calling from his phone. This is a cellular device, a flip phone. But there was a video of him. Is Wade constantly stalking them at 24-7 and having video of them? Absolutely. Wade's I mean, we already problems. know Ron That is the only way that Wade lives his life, vicariously through other people. He does not leave his room. Yep. As, as we revealed in a later episode, Wade has never met Kim and Ron. Yes. Ever. I, 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 my brain just went like to other places. Like, luckily, Wade's just a 10 year old super genius, right? Like, cause. Yes. Totally pure. If that boy, once that boy like hits puberty and stuff like that, like. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We're in for a bad time. <laughs> Kim Possible is no longer wholesome. Well, she never was wholesome anyway. She's down on the list. I mean, we, we've already talked about this. Watch so. your mouth, Josh. <laughs> uh, but the show as a whole, oh my goodness. It, it was, yeah. <laughs> but that, that was the only thing they had to say. The, the food the food um, introduction was definitely the biggest one. And um, we're going to... Uh, but we never we didn't get to see that one so i don't think we could probably maybe rank it just based on its sound um but we uh but we didn't actually get to see the food itself the quesarita platter Mm, oh my gosh i'm just salivating just thinking about it (laughs) yummy oh man all right JC. Yes. Have you found a way to play the Rufus theme? Okay, I'll be ready in like 30 seconds, so you can stall for a little bit. Okay. So Josh, what did you think of this two-pack of episodes? Um, I totally forgot it was a two-pack of episodes. Like, um, So when the theme played right at the beginning, I'm like, oh, has that happened before? Where's our intro? And then, like... It seemed like a shortened version of the theme played again at the beginning of yeah, it, the next one. It did. Okay. Yep. With different scenes, weirdly enough. Mm-hmm. It was different. Um, I thought they were fun. Very different. We got new food. It 
the shortened element i think is hard to tell like a complete story with yes because the episodes are already short enough so it was hard to tell a complete story with um also falsetto jones sounds like mickey mouse like hey you guys i'm falsetto <laughs> like 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 straight yeah, up does. mickey mouse <laughs> i'm mickey here so i thought that i thought that was kind of fun though he uh in terms of the rankings of villains he might be a little further down on the list yeah maybe not the highest of tiers <laughs> but but we'll uh we'll get to that at the end here yeah <laughs> oh my goodness all right J- jc you still at it bro what's going on here oh man wait why am i am i screen sharing can you see my screen you are showing your screen, but you are not screen sharing. So will you be able to hear my device now? No, only if you screen share. How do I do that? Via mobile device? I don't know. I only use... Oh, my. Um... Is it doing it now? Hmm. No. Okay. I'm going to turn the volume up and we'll see if this works. Okay. All if right. it doesn't, if it doesn't, we're going to give up. Okay. All right. Here we go. Three, two, one. Did you hear that? No. Okay. It doesn't work. We're, we're finishing this. You're just going to have to listen to it later on. All right, so what we're gonna what we're gonna do is you're gonna send me that for next time, and I'm going to screen share and play it on here. Well, so. just whenever Rufus does something, listen from now yes, on. I, I will I will listen. All right, I'll listen for when Rufus does something. <laughs> like literally any time he does something. All right, which was big because this was these were Rufus oriented episodes in a way. Yeah. Like there wasn't yeah. any oh, Rufus. Oh growth per se in terms of his story but just some fun rufus moments yeah it was fun curtis you are muted by the way i don't know if you know that yeah you're good sorry i had to step away for a second all right all good all right so shall we move into episode 24 motor ed let's do yeah. it all right so this episode sees a new villain be introduced again <laughs> two villains in a row all right so hot point number one and a new character hey felix yes felix is dope and we love felix we do oh, love felix, felix and i have a little bit to say about felix but we can get into that after your hot points it better be a nice thing josh um i thought i really thought it was a cool subplot and a very progressive subplot where like kim is like being like obnoxiously helpful towards felix but like everyone's like hey kim like why are you acting weird and like i think that's a very like natural thing of like kids don't really and adults oftentimes don't know how to like handle um differently abled people um 
And I thought that was a really like cool life lesson to learn from this episode. Um, like literally like Ron is just like, Hey, like just be chill. Cause like Felix just, he's not offended. He just thinks it's funny. I thought it was a little concerning, but you know, I thought her response was kind of concerning a little bit. Oh, well, yeah. 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 Like, I mean, it was, you know, it was, it was just ignorant. Yeah, it, it was it was ignorance, and it wasn't as quite as bad as Pepper Potts. Uh, no, whoa, <laughs> whoa, being like, whoa. but <laughs> she wasn't expressing any hatred, but like she was like, uh, like obviously trying to state that he was different, and you should treat him differently at first. She well, was yeah. trying to be a good person towards him, and she just didn't understand what that yeah, meant. She, she, didn't, yeah. she didn't know how to be a good person. I just love how natural it was for Ron to love the dude. Yeah, because Ron's amazing. See, that was quality Ron. That was a very good Ron bit. Like we got he... some peak Ron in this episode, huh? We got some peak Ron in this. Yes, episode. we did. We got quality Ron compared to some of the other stuff where he's completely trying to change himself. Like the dude was like, yo, this guy's awesome. I like Felix. And then she was like, you're treating, you're playing him in basketball. And, and he's like, like a normal person. You know, it's just like, I loved it. I loved Ron's attitude with the whole thing. Fantastic. All right, next top point. Meet Motor Ed. Motor Ed. <laughs> Seriously. Like, and then obviously the sub point under that, so much New Jersey contained within one man and his pack of goons. Oh, his man. villain origin story is not wanting to shave his mullet. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I love this man. He went from lab coat to like, I don't know, villain, I guess. I don't yep, know. Yep, yep, yep. Um, and then later on in the episode, uh, Kim and Felix have to team up to take down Motorette, and they make a pretty dang good team once they start building some chemistry together. Yeah, they do. Yeah, literally um, and, and metaphorically. And basically, uh, Motorette's whole plan is to like rig up a bunch of monster trucks and just wreck stuff. And then I love um, Kim is like, "Hey, like, do you just like want to do random destruction?" And he's like, "No, it's impossible. We're gonna like drive around and destroy stuff." <laughs> And she's like, that sounds a lot like random destruction. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I loved his goons, though. He's like, hey, boss, oh, we thought about taking a break, going out to the beach, you know. Get some hoagies. <laughs> some, yeah, some hoagies. That's like, oh, gosh. <laughs> what a life, man. Like, that's a party to you? Let's go get some hoagies. That's that's party in New Jersey. <laughs> yeah. Down by the shore. Um, and then... Uh, I kind of just wrote, jotted down some of my favorite, like, joking Ron lines. Because, like, Ron has, like, this bit in the beginning where, like, um, he proper he has he's properly eating prior to going to the amusement park. Yes. <laughs> but he's like, but the backstory for that is he was, he was spinning around and he yelled, Tummy trouble! Tummy trouble! Like, he vomited down, he, he vomited Onto a clown, it dripped into the clown's giant pants, and the clown sued. Yep. <laughs> that is an absolutely oh. wild, wild story plot. That's incredible. 10 out of 10 Ron right now. And then later on, Kim asks, hey Ron, how you doing? 
like and this is after he's like eaten like crackers and like sprite basically prior to going to the carnival a second time he's like i feel welly in the belly oh oh well did you hear what he said when he started to feel sick a little yep, yep. crummy in the crummy in the tummy <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, oh, i loved it so good and then the last quote i wrote down was from motorhead when uh, he uh kidnapped someone he's like you skinny dude? Yeah, he's hanging here with me and the boys. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I gotta know how we feel about Motorhead and obviously this episode in general. I love Motorhead. As a, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. As a villain, he's hilarious. He's a ton of fun, but there's like zero threat. Like, well, yeah. Absolutely zero threat compared to like almost every villain. Except uh, Loker, like who? Frugal Luker. Frugal Luker. Yeah, he, I guess he had threat. So this, was this the first villain where there was like absolutely no threat at all? Really? I mean, I mean, Motorhead had a lot of physical threat. Yeah, I know, but he was such a nice dude. Yeah, but he was punching people and throwing them against the wall. I guess, yeah. I don't know. Honestly, you could argue that that was like one of the more violent things we've seen so far. Yeah, trying to run run his uh, monster truck into Kim. Pretty I, violent. I liked him. I like him. He's fun. So, so can we talk about how amazing John DiMaggio is? John DiMaggio for he oh, is for Motor Ed. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh well. Yeah. I mean, his vocal range is absolutely insane. I mean, and have we already have we already talked about that he's Draken? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, okay. be, I think we brought it up at the so beginning. Good. Okay, I couldn't remember. But yeah, so the fact that he's both Draken and Motorhead, I love that. You know, which brings me to another point. <laughs> the voice of Felix. Did you guys recognize the voice of Felix? I recognized it. I didn't know who else it was from, though. All right, so the voice of Felix is Jason Marsden who is actually really good friends with Wheel Friedel. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Um, Wait, and, how do I know that name? Huh? How do I know that name? You, I will I will let you know. <laughs> so, Jason Marsden. So, I'll basically, I'm going to kind of go, I have like a, a like a list of things he's done that we would kind of get, but I, I won't name all of them. All right. So, Jason Marsden was the voice of Owlman in Lego Supervillains. And he was the voice of young Bruce Wayne in Beware the Batman. So we almost came across him again. Really? Yes. He apparently was the voice of characters. Uh, JC, did you watch Transformers Rescue Bots? I mean, I, I tried to, but it's a preschool. Okay, so. yeah. It was very childish. Yes, I get it. Yeah, it was. <laughs> um, he voiced uh, some a bunch of characters from there. He voiced uh, this character Squid on Generator Rex. So if we did Generator Rex, we would have came across him again. Huh. Yes. He was also the voice of Pac, Speedy, and Scooby-Doo Robin on the Batman, the Brave and the Bold. Which is... Nice. Yes. And then his bigger roles... He's Chester McBadbat in the Fairly Odd Parents. Now Chester, that's where I know him from. Yeah, awesome. um, he was also the voice, and this one's more for me. Tack on on all the Tack stuff. So Tack is like a gaming series. I guess I don't know if you guys ever played or Curse if you ever played that. Um, 
but it also has no, Patrick Warburton in it, Jack I think, as well. Um, it's it's a fun game. Um, and we've come across him before, guys, on this podcast. Whoa. He was Firefly on the Batman. Oh. Yep. That's cool. Um, and um, he's also Chase Young on Shaolin Showdown. He's the official voice of Max Goof. He was, and then this is the bigger one where he's actually every single person who's watched live TV has probably heard his voice before because he is Busby, the Cheerios mascot. Oh, wow. Isn't that wild? And then here's the biggest one, or for, for some of us. He actually voiced Batman Beyond at times for the kids' WB version. Huh. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? So, like, like this guy, Jason Marsden, has been everywhere. It's, like, it's absolutely insane. And I love the voices they put on here because they choose some pretty big vocal actors. Yeah. Did you mention that he was Bart Allen in The Injustice? I did not. Um, yeah. But he was also Teen Clark Kent in the Superman the Animated Series and Thomas Wayne in Batman Gotham Knight. This guy gets around. Yes, he does. I mean, I I had a list and it was pretty big, but it's like three times the size of this. Oh, I was yeah. trying to shorten it. He's <laughs> been around. Yeah, but I really, I really like it. And yeah, he's really good friends with Will Friedel, so it's pretty cool. And the voice, like, if you listen to the Kids WB, Batman Beyond it does not sound that much different from Will Friedel at all. Like, people... So, like, his vocal range is great. Wow. Yeah, it's crazy. I love I love getting into, like, voice actors and, like, seeing all the stuff they've been in and, like, listening to them. It's great stuff. And, like, being able to recognize them, you know? Like, oh, I recognize that voice. I Like, that was from here. And then there's people who have crazy vocal ranges that you might not recognize, like John DiMaggio, who, like, sometimes you're like, I mean, he can sound like completely different characters in the same show. And um, and uh, Tara Strong is the same way. She has, like, a thousand different voices that she does. So I love, like, voice actors and all that kind of stuff and seeing their vocal range. So yeah, that was my short bit. I shortened it this time. I was like, I recognize that voice. I'm going to do the research beforehand so we don't spend like 30 minutes talking about it. <laughs> well, oh, thank you for that, Josh. Yes, yes. So uh, so most likely everybody that is listening to this or has seen Kim Possible has heard that voice probably previously beforehand which is really cool way to go jason marsden and i really look forward to seeing the future of felix me too and, and how he grows as a character and how much we actually see him because in this batch of episodes i'm pretty sure this is the only time we see him which is kind of sad yeah but it was episode 24 in release time but in chronologically speaking it was the next one so i don't know I don't think, yeah, we never see him again. So we might not see him again till like a lot later. Never know. Never know. 
Curtis, did you have any more points? Uh, no, that was pretty much it. I mean, it was it was a really enjoyable episode, I thought. Yes, yes it was. Yes, it was. It was a lot of fun. Like, I think that, that like, I was, you know, because we didn't get, you know, Dr. Draken in the previous one or this one. I was missing it, but it seemed that Motorhead definitely provided a fun, similar energy in a way. Oh, yeah. All right. So, speaking of voice actors, guys, the episode I chose. Like, what... What are the odds? What are the odds, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All right. So, <laughs> Kim Possible, Season 2, Episode 10, The Fantastic Ferret. Oh, no. Um, we get a Batman-like former actor cons Ron into becoming the Fantastic, or the Fearless Ferret, actually. Google what is going on. And fighting a stinky skunk supervillain, White Stripe. Oh, my goodness. This is so cool. Like, a Batman-like character, and I didn't know what was going on at all. But <laughs> whenever I heard the voice, I, I saw the cave yep. at first, right? It was yep. old dude, and he was, like, being kind of stingy, and then he finds the cave, and he jumps in. And I was like, yo, this is so Batman Beyond, like, vibes here going on. And I was like, Will Friedel, man, you're definitely getting some influence on over here. JC, did you think that? Do you think Will Friedel influenced this a little bit? Oh, probably, yeah. Totally. Yeah. Oh, man. It's, I like seeing that. That was so cool, like, seeing this kind of thing. And so my first my first top point is that, you know, was actually a quote from Ron Stoppable, and it says I, when when um, the North, uh, what's his name? Uh, Timothy North closed the door on him, and he's like, I won't get credit if I don't cheer you up with my youthful vo my youthful zest. <laughs> Yes, Ron Stoppel, back at it. He's got such amazing quotes. And then to yeah, my second every episode. And then to my second point, I mean, guys, we got the Batman kind of in Kim Possible. Okay, like, can 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 we pause on this for a second though? Yes. Um, can we talk just for a couple seconds about how absolutely insane the opening to this episode was? Oh my. Gosh, this, the okay. opening of this episode okay. was completely insane, and I Ron's loved it. biting that freaking brain cord was disturbing. Yeah. Wait, why am I? Oh, oh, yeah, the, this was that the dream, got... the dream. Yep. Oh my gosh, why did I forget about that? Yeah, oh, that was cool. absolutely insane. Like this episode was crazy all the way around. That was super weird. We did get some misses possible, but man. Oh. And, like, everybody had, like, the weird Joker smiles, which I have to believe was a reference. That that probably was a reference. This whole thing <laughs> was a reference in a way. Um, oh, my goodness. And, and was, when she said it was contagious, I was like, that's weird. And then all of a sudden she goes into that, and I'm like, whoa. Whoa, this would be scary for kids. Like, yeah, very scary. Yeah, this, this is wild as a child. My goodness, I don't, I can't believe I forgot about that, man. Yeah, like, and then it, it was all to say that he was like performing brain surgery to kind of save the world. But mm -hmm. what about the dude that gave his brain? 
Like he you just know, he tossed totally it died. out, right? He, he tossed yeah. Kim's brain out and then put the brain into her. And I was like, whoa, like that guy's going to be. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty dark, actually. Pretty dark. Pretty messed up. Oh, man. Thank you for bringing that up, Curtis. That was that was an absolutely. Also, we get intro. a hint of we get a hint of like ro romantic, like daydreaming here because. The way Kim is like, oh, Ron, you saved me. Yeah, yeah. Definitely that, a little bit of crushing Yeah, going on there. just a little bit. I mean, the last time we got a hint of that is when he talked about the possibility of what it would look like if they were mm -hmm. Yep, yep, yep. So definitely a steps towards some sort of narrative, but nothing super concrete. We shall see how that might further in later episodes. Ah, but my next point, guys. We got Adam freaking West. In, yes. Oh, man. And I love seeing all of his stuff. I mean, Adam West voices a lot of different characters. He voiced um, the real... Uh, I always forget the Batman's actual name in Beware the Bat... Not Beware. Um, the Batman Brave and the Bold. The other Batman. Why do I forget yeah. his name? He's got the colored suit on. Uh, it's um, like purple, yellow, and it's like inspired by more of a giant deep dragon bat thing. Anyways, uh, but it's just super cool hearing his voice, and I love mimicking his voice all the time. Like, you know, like, fearless ferret, back at it again. And so <laughs> <laughs> I just love it so much. I love his voice, and it's so unique. Like, I can spot Adam West out of like 100 people easily mm -hmm. in terms of his voice and if you play i mean he in the lego games if you play lego batman it's part of the achievement to go get adam west out of peril that's what it's called so you hear his voice when you're when you're near him all the time it's great um guys i did not see it coming that the ferret was actually a tv character dude that is such a good twist I did not see that coming at all. I thought this was going to be a one-off where Ron went on adventures as the Fearless Ferret and something they would never actually revisit at all, which, I mean, I don't know if they will, but something that, yeah, just like one of those episodes where they just do a random story that they'll never revisit just for fun. That's kind of what I thought was going to happen, um, mm -hmm. but I didn't expect it to actually be you know, him to actually be a TV character because he totally didn't realize he was one either. Yeah, it's wild. Yeah, I thought that was super wild. Um, and the I, I did write down that we have another villain, White Stripe, but turns out he's part of the TV charade, which only appeared in one episode, episode 14 of The Fear of I Spirit. love that. He wasn't even his main bad guy. Yeah, he wasn't even his main bad guy at all. Also, I love the voice actor for White Strike. His voice is so gravelly. Oh, man, I need to. I did not look him up at all. I mean, I didn't recognize him for anything. I just like No, I did not like, recognize him, but who knows? He's probably got, he probably has a huge history as well. I don't know. Maybe. I mean, technically, the voice, I mean, he voiced an episode with Adam West, and Adam West is a huge name, so yep it's a shame but, they couldn't get like mark hamill the voice white uh, what if it was mark hamill but probably not <laughs> yeah, oh probably my not. gosh 
Oh man. Um. Impossible. Um. Yeah, I don't know. John C. McGinley, I think. I don't know. Doesn't ring any bells. Doesn't ring any bells for me either. Um. Oh, this is John C. McKinley. Are you serious? Wow, I watch him every day. <laughs> what? Uh, you, uh, it's Scrubs. Like I just mentioned, Scrubs previously. Oh. He's Doctor Cox in Scrubs. Hmm. And I love that show. I recommend that show for everyone. It's freaking hilarious. It's on Hulu. Go watch it. It's so funny. Um, but yeah, that is really interesting. The more you know. Um, but my uh, last one, my last hot point was that um, turns out TV trash is a company. I thought it was like some sort of adjective that they were giving mm -hmm. that TV was trash, but yeah, that was funny. <laughs> turns out it's an actual company, TV Trash they, Incorporated. They got the stank. I got the stank. But yeah, I'm glad I chose this episode. I know you guys technically gave me this episode. You had to have this episode. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, come on. Did. Come on. I mean, Batman technically in the... It just makes me want to rewatch the 60s Batman. And I haven't seen that in so long. I've forgotten everything that's gone on. But I, I just kind of want to watch it and just have fun with it. Adam West, I guess, at his, uh, his peak live-action life. Because mm -hmm. voice acting, he probably did better than live-action. But... Yeah, so also, I loved it. I had a lot Spider of fun Man with the episode. What'd you say, Curtis? Did you, did you all catch the Spider-Man reference? Which one? When Ron was hanging upside down as a as a fearless oh, parrot. Oh yeah, when she was about was to like, pull off his mask. Yeah, I was like, I was like oh shoot, are they, we about to get Spider-Man and mixed with Batman? What? If they, if I was about to say, if they started violently making out there. Mm, yeah, that, that totally would have caught me off guard. However, it would have been a great continuation. It, like, what if it was a daydream? Uh, like, a great continuation oh, so of good. his, you know, his, like, in liking for Kim. True that. Man, that would have been really good. Shoot, I wish they did that now. <laughs> oh, man. Or at least, you know, obviously a kiss because it's a kid's show, whatever it is. Um, but yeah, that would have been a crazy, like, on the nose, um, well-accepted Spider-Man reference. And yep. her being a redhead and all, like, it's, 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 it's a good. done deal. Curtis, what have you done? What have you done? <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful things. Um, but yeah. So, uh, how did, did you guys enjoy this episode? I did. Yeah. I thought it, it was, was great. It was, I, I liked it a lot. All right. On to the next episode, Weasel. The Golden Years, JC. Oh, yes, it is the Golden Years. Thank JC, you. JC, you picked a freaking dandy. <laughs> it, it was such a fun episode. Oh, okay. gosh. I <laughs> love this episode. So, okay, this is what Wikipedia says. Kim tries to skirt the old-fashioned overprotectiveness of her elderly paternal grandmother, Nana Possible. 
<laughs> during a visit to Florida, which she unravels Draken's latest mind-controlling plan. Oh man, yes, this this. You is don't mess with the Nana. You do not mess with the Nana. So for this entire uh, episode, we're going to be traveling at the speed of fun. Just so we're aware of that. <laughs> oh my gosh. And just such a good sequence in the beginning. <laughs> yes. Uh, so Ron is going along with the possibles down to this Florida trip. And Ron is like, Kim, I have to admit that I'm here for another reason. Oh, she I'm knew. here. <laughs> He's like, I'm here for the spring break girls. He knows what's good. Start. He knows what's good. Blank slate. And, and Kim's just like, Ron, those are all college girls. And he's just like, yeah, they don't know anything about me. It's a blank slate. <laughs> Darn right. He, he knows got what's up. Confidence. Oh, yeah. The fact that he's like, I have a, me being a little high schooler has a chance with all of these college girls. Yes. <laughs> Good for Ron. All right. Out there living so, his best life. He, yes, he is. He definitely is. And then we come to Nana Possible. Nana is not feeling Kim's mission work. She's like, oh, honey, you're still in that weird phase? <laughs> the phase. Yeah. And Kim's just like, so not. And it's just a fun dynamic seeing them go back and forth and seeing Nana literally turn off her hearing aids when Kim starts talking. Yeah. Disrespect. Goodness. Yeah, uh, she doesn't want no back talk from her granddaughter. Mm -mm. And then the fact that Ron is just trying to win over these spring break girls and Rufus wins them over by doing one dive. That's really good. Way to go, my guy. Yeah. And then Ron's just going over and talking to these girls and they're like, we must be hallucinating. We're having a heat stroke. He's like, wait. You're not hallucinating. I'm a real loser. Yeah. Ouch. Oh, so much ouch in one scene. <laughs> Poor That's Ron. desperation, bro. Yep. Yeah. Can't be coming off desperate. Nope. No. Not at all. Nope. But then we come to Draken, who <laughs> is trying to take over the world with teenage zombies and fruit lickies. Fruity Lickies! Oh my yeah. gosh. <laughs> okay, okay. I, I'm i not going to spoil any of JC's hot points, but we've seen a lot of Draken episodes at this point. And yep. I feel like we could arrange them into tiers all their own. I'm not going to force that upon you. <laughs> but let me just say, this episode was peak Draken. This would be an S-tier Draken episode. I feel like we said that last episode we got Peak Draken as well. Well, I feel like we almost get Peak, peak Draken, if not every batch, like every other batch. We right. get Draken there, There's awesome. probably like four or five episodes I would put in the S-tier Draken plot category, and this is one of them. I love every single thing he does in this episode. So good. <laughs> It was absolutely perfection. Yes. Yeah, Dr. Draken as the ice cream man. Oh my gosh. Oh, so yes. good. Oh, so good. Um, <laughs> but yeah. Uh, so we get to just see him being an ice cream man, which is so fun. 
and seeing Kim Possible chase him down, and of course Nana is the one who gets in the way. Draken gets away, as he does. But uh, it was so fun seeing him try to uh, talk teenager. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yes. Yes. That was so, so fun. Um, I tried to screenshot when uh, Draken had a uh, thing come up on the screen that was like a book of teenage talk. And I guess for whatever reason, the screenshot didn't take. But yeah, uh, Disney it, Plus doesn't allow screenshots. Yes. Oh, is that what it is? Yeah, oh, yeah. You can't do anything like that on Disney Plus. Yeah. They're, they're very strict about that stuff. Like, it'll it'll just be a blank screen. Was it just a blank screen? Yes, it was. Yes. Yep. 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 It sucks. Uh, that's rough. But it was hilarious. Like, all the things that were on the screen with that. Uh, I think it was, like, Abe. And it was like five dollars. Like you got some Abe's. <laughs> oh my gosh. It was like it was like axe and like I'm gonna go axe something and I'm gonna I don't know. It was just the weirdest things like off the heezy and, and all these things that Dragon was very two thousand and three. Very two thousand three. Yes. Uh but it was hilarious. Um and then Draken's whole thing is he's going to take over teenagers by tapping into their MP3 frequencies. But he messes up and he taps into the hearing aid frequency instead. <laughs> oh. So he has, he has an army of zombie senior citizens. Yes. And They're also, here. They're zombies. An incredibly, an incredibly subtle thing that I noticed for this episode was uh, Draken was always very politically correct when referring to the senior citizens. He never called them old people once. No, Shigo called them old people. Yeah. Shigo well, don't care about that stuff. Well, I I, I I could be wrong, but I think at one point, Draken said oldsters instead of youngsters. Well, yeah. Uh, I don't think that's derogatory, though. I think him, no, that's him trying to be hip. Yeah. That's true. that's true. I just thought that was funny that he said oldsters. Oh, yeah. I just thought it was a funny little idiosyncrasy. Yeah, it is. But uh, but it was fun. Like uh, I loved everything with Draken and Nana's dynamic. How he loved yes. her women's squares. <laughs> <laughs> you should really go back and get na- <laughs> that lemon square recipe. <laughs> it's to die for. You think your lemon squares are all that? <laughs> but they're not. <laughs> oh, I loved what he said when the uh, when the senior citizens showed up. He's like, they're here. They're zombies. Let's see what we can do with them. <laughs> yes. It's like, oh, him just taking everything in stride. Yeah, too. he took everything oh. in stride with this one. Draken didn't, didn't blink. He just kept moving forward. <laughs> okay, so let's talk about how cool Nana Possible is. She's a BA. Well, she's she's cool after they revealed, like, after she revealed her past and all that stuff. Yeah. That was cool. Yeah. Before then, she wasn't cool. No, no she, she just was. She was mean to typical yeah. grandma. Yeah, it didn't make any sense though with her past why she was so hard on KP. I think the idea was that she was afraid that Kim was in danger constantly because she knew what it was like, and then yeah. at the end, once she was saved by Kim, I think she was like, "Oh, uh, she's she's even 
better than I am. That's like the typical yeah. like old parent thing. You can't do what I did. You know, it was dangerous. Yeah. You do, know, as, do as I say, not as I do. Yeah. Yeah. They just kind of heavily implied some of those things. They didn't really spell it out explicitly. But uh, but yeah, so Nana was pretty cool when, once Draken was like, did you know that your grandmother, you know, studied martial arts and was like a, a fighter pilot and all these things? And Kim was like, what? So that was fun. Yeah. And uh, Ron comes in with a college party to finally win the girls at the end. <laughs> yeah, came through. Using he finally Rufus, got him. But he came through. Yeah. Rufus is the real MVP. That's right. Yep. yep. Yeah. <laughs> it's getting better, Josh. It's getting better. <laughs> yep. By yeah. By season you have it down. Yeah, I'll be able to say a whole sentence by the end. Yes. But yeah, that's pretty much the episode. What do you guys think? Um, I thought it was. I mean, I thought it was a lot of fun. I, as Curtis said, I, I think Draken really stole the show with this one. Oh yeah. Like he was by he far was... the most entertaining aspect of this episode. Him as the ice cream man, like, was freaking Ooh. amazing. <laughs> what What was that ice cream he said beforehand? Uh, he said, like, another ice cream. He's like, remind me to order more of those. When it gets hot, it those fruity. things can move. Fruity lickies. No, <laughs> it was it was before the Fruity Lickies. Oh. There was another ice cream, he said, before the Fruity Lickies. I'm not sure. Because because he those were the first ones he sold. So he sold those the first time, and he's like, wow, those really move. And then they went on the run because KP was there chasing them with rocket propelled skates once again um and then she go throughout the fruity lickies and he's like no not the fruity lickies those are our number one product but there was an ice cream before the fruity lickies that was mentioned i don't remember what it was i nope, don't not. remember either but anyways also we got to see a breakfast buffet Curtis, how does this compare to Shoney's? That's the real question. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'd give it uh, one and a half Shoney's out of three. <laughs> oh my gosh, man. I'll never forget. It was so random, but such a fun day. It was a good day. It was a good day. A really good a day. For a formative day in our in our friendship. My first football game ever. Yeah, it was. Tighten up. Yeah, tighten up. We got to see Andrew Luck. Anyways, that's totally a different topic. Um, <laughs> uh, so this episode, I guess Ron finally figures out that he's microchipped-ish. Yeah. So Kim knew beforehand, but I guess never told Ron. And then Ron figured out-ish, like that Wade was tracking him. Wade, you got me chipped or something? Yeah. <laughs> Oh, man. And one of the, I think, my favorite uh, Dr. Draken quotes at um, in this episode is, life begins at 65, you know? Like, <laughs> like his whole taking everything with stride this episode was so good. Dr. Draken, the ice cream man, and Dr. Draken, the senior citizen army guy. Like, Pied army. Piper. So good. He's the Pied Piper for senior citizens. Yes. Yeah, very, very good. He stole the show and probably was the most, the best part of the entire episode. 
So shall we move on to Job Unfair? Yeah. Episode 7, Job Unfair. Kim and Ron's school sponsors a mentoring program. Draken and Shigo steal a weather machine with which they plan to attack Canada. <laughs> which we got to see a little sneak peek of that with Curtis playing Kim Possible 2, Canada. I am kind of sad that I spoiled the line for you, Josh, because it's uh, like... It's like a top five dragon line. Of all time. Oh man! <laughs> yes, yes, we will get to that. Okay, first hot point: No, Doctor Draken. The blue skin does not automatically signify that you're a villain. We've seen the Avatar. You know, yeah, we the have blue people. The blue yeah. people. That's right. This is the second time in this podcast today that we have <laughs> we have referred to Avatar, the blue people. Also, second hot point, Draken plans on to <laughs> use this power to take Canada by storm. Why? Because Canada, wait, what was the first point that he made? I didn't, rec I could not guess uh, what he affordable said. Affordable health care? No, the first one was good health care. The second one was good health care. Second is good health care and sparkling clean cities. But there was another point. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I don't remember. Dang it. But anyways, I thought that was a little bit of a sting on the U.S. That was so funny. <laughs> they got good healthcare and sparkling clean cities. Enter Draw Canada. Oh, man. Draw Canada. What oh. a name. Oh. What a name. Like, that. that's totally something, like, early Batman animated series Joker would attempt. This is like, <laughs> this is like a Laughing Fish style plot. Yeah, it, it is very, very fun totally different and almost maybe actually more the batman oriented i don't know uh but so different and i i love it and i love how he broke into the song oh jock head <laughs> like the whole thing like yeah way to go john dimaggio you had he probably had a ton of fun with this episode surely um I mean, he probably has a ton of fun with all of his episodes my goodness he gets such fun roles mm -hmm. uh, my second uh, point uh, was a quote um where he's talking to shigo and he says i'm a genius you know and then she says yeah but have you ever been tested <laughs> silence complete uh. silence I love, I love that. <laughs> is dr draken an actual genius there are know, many man. arguments his, to say that he might his, not be we've seen his origin story and uh it's up in the air yeah yeah <laughs> i mean yeah <laughs> he's a genius in my heart no uh <laughs> and my last hot point is that uh joe the janitor is uh better than will do yeah i i, I can agree with that Heck yeah. Yeah. Will do is do do. We got Joe the janitor. <laughs> Let's go. Way cooler. And it would be Canadian cool if we got spy, to see him. Sign me up. Huh? Canadian spy, sign me up. That's right. And I, I like the whole like introducing like Ron. Like Ron was a part of it, even though he was very little help at all. Like <laughs> Yeah. It's I, like I he was just bringing that. Ron along for the ride. I love that Ron got to do a Sean Connery impression. That was ah, fun. Stoppable. Ron, stoppable. <laughs> oh, man. They blew up a 
They blew up a quesarito, though, or a chimarito. I couldn't tell exactly which one it was. There's a lot of cheese, so it might have been the quesarito. Mm. When he blew up the message, sad. Yeah, Don't get food that, wasted. Don't be yeah, wasting that food. Yeah, that was sad. Yeah. I, I love how Shigo cared about the fish. That was so Yeah, <laughs> yeah at the that very end, fun. she's like, oh, that's where the fish went. Super random. It's wild that Draken sucked up all of the Great Lakes, though. Can we can we appreciate that for a second? It, at least they gave a canon um, explanation that it shrinks the molecules down to, like, a hyper-dense form. Yep. Right. I appreciated that. So they were trying to explain it, and yeah. I guess but, that thing can just really handle some weight. Can we, can we think about all the real-world consequences of sucking up all of the Great Lakes? <laughs> yeah that would be pretty bad now what would be awesome is it somehow it sucked it up and then like completely filtered it making it cleaner water that would have been cool there we go well that's, yeah, that's but, not wacky that's not I, what but, wacky wally's all about but josh by making it cleaner water that means you're killing the biodiversity that's well true. like cleaner not completely clean cleaner like because the Great Lakes, Drinkable. like, there's a lot of also toxins from, like, factories and stuff like that. Okay, so maybe maybe the biodiversity was maintained, just like the fish were maintained. Yes. And, and the chemicals were taken out. Correct. Now we're talking. Okay, I like that idea. I like that. Yep, that is official Court of Capes canon. So let yep. it be written. So let it be done. So let it be done. <laughs> and- Add that to the same section as Ryan O'Brien. Ryan O'Brien strikes again. I guarantee no one that's listening has any idea what that is. No. Go back and Not listen to all. Iron Man. Listen to our Iron Man Armored Adventures episodes where we encounter a staple into the Court of Capes. And yep. we talk about him for like four hours. Yes. <laughs> we, we talk about his life, what he's doing, question why he's doing what he's doing. I mean, he was just following orders, guys. He's a good guy. He's just a good man. Oh, man. But shall we move into episode 14, JC, with Queen BB? Yes. You couldn't have said that with any more enthusiasm, Josh. Oh, man. I'm, <laughs> we know how I feel about the BBs, all right? Oh, we okay. know it. Okay. So Wikipedia says that Kim gets swamped with commitments and obligations to all of her clubs and her school organizations. But to make matters worse, Draken's robotic BBs have returned and gained even more super speed. Okay. So, can we just appreciate how evil Bonnie is for a second? I do appreciate that, yes. Bonnie is a jerk. Yes. Total She takes every opportunity she can to just completely mess up kim's life mm-hmm. and i'm sick of it already it's just like bonnie get out of here we had gone so long without seeing her and now here she is messing up her life up again she's a good character but man i hate her and it is funny that kim just can't say no she's like it's not in my dna Little people pleasing. Mm-hmm. A little bit. Yeah, she, she's got to learn that no is a full sentence. Ooh. Ooh, JC, speaking lines. I love, I, I love the pep talk Ron gives her. Just say no. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. <laughs> 
Yes. And I, <laughs> I love that we get to see a, a Kim at the breakfast table. And she's like, Dad, we talked about this. No life lessons on over breakfast. Yeah. Yeah, that was good. <laughs> and, okay. So, the BBs are overhearing. They're looking for a queen. And they overhear Kim saying that Bonnie is, like, the biggest, like, uh, bossiest person in the world. And they're just like, oh, she's perfect for our queen. Wow. Yes, um, there's a reason. See, I, I, it's no surprise that they chose Bonnie. Because, you know, I'm not going to go into that any further. Bonnie's evil. There we go. That's it. There we go. Okay. All right, guys. Big, big point here. What were your thoughts on hyperspeed? I thought it was the most fun element of the episode. I Me thought too. too as well. Now, can KP keep up with the speedster? Oh heck yeah! Oh yeah, that that definitely is like at least three times as powerful as the speed force. <laughs> 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 oh my gosh! I mean, I mean, technically, she could be faster than let's say Bart Allen. Yeah. Because Bar Allen was often seen, like, when he would run really fast, people would see a little bit of a glare. While she's moving so fast, she cannot be seen at all. At all? Yeah. yeah. So I would say that she's faster than Bar Allen, but below Wally and Barry. That's fair. She wasn't, she wasn't breaking, you know, the time barrier yet. Correct. Emphasis on yet. Hey, ooh, ooh. <laughs> Kim Possible time travel. That would be a lot of fun. Honestly, if that would only. be a ton of fun. Season 5, Kim Possible time travel. Yes. Season 5. I mean, you could it's really better. expand the... or for, Yeah, see, it really expand the villains if you just, like, somehow Draken creates a time machine and they're going through a bunch of random, like... A, a literal season based off of that. They get trapped I in like a time the time machine. I like the way you think, Josh. Huh? What a what a missed opportunity. The fact that Kim Possible doesn't have time travel. I wow. know. What a missed opportunity. We we can do it. We got to approach Disney. We got to be knocking them doors down. Josh, You're exactly right. There are some very despicable things I would do to get a season five. <laughs> uh, very despicable indeed. You know oh, what? I, man. Say, I say that right now we should we should pin a letter to Disney, tell them that Kim Possible would be better with time travel, and see if somehow miraculously, you know, in a couple weeks, we come to Kim Possible and find out, oh, there's been a time travel story inserted. Wouldn't that be wild? Would that that'd be that wild? Prove, oh, that'd be that insane, prove? but I would also sue them for taking our idea and not giving us credit. But, but would that prove that time travel's real? Oh. Yeah, because they would go back in time and retroactively insert it. Yeah. Insert a time travel story. Because right now, as of this timeline, there is no time travel story in Kim Possible. Correct. But if Correct. in a couple of weeks there was one, then then there would be time travel in the real world. And <laughs> it could and we could even be like, okay, I intend to write a letter to them five years from now right and just because i have that intent 
and it eventually happens, they could still retroactively go back and place the episodes in there, and we wouldn't even realize. That's wild. True. Wouldn't even realize it. I would also put a PS, uh, give us a Bueno Naco in like Disney and Disneyland, like Disney World of Disneyland. <laughs> that Please. Would be, Everywhere. That would be freaking awesome. Well, I feel like it'd be difficult for them to compete with uh, Taco Bell. So like start there and see if you can create a chain. Or merge with Taco Bell. Ooh. Oh, man. Bueno, bueno Bell. Bueno oh. Bell. No taco bueno at all. Bell. Or nacho included in the name. Just Bueno you Bell. You want to go to that good bell? Get some of that good bell. <laughs> uh, I'd love it. And it... And- and the and the slogan is uh, "Live Bueno." <laughs> yeah, I, I feel like I feel like we would put all of this in, but Disney would only put in the episodes about time travel and not do the that part though. Uh, I feel like that'd be awesome. Oh, yeah, man. just to screw Josh over. I, uh, yeah, I, I, would, I would totally totally hit up a Bueno Naco man. That would be that'd be so cool. Like, like we would prove that time travel's real, but they still wouldn't have gone the extra step. No. That's sad. Yeah. <sighs> Dang. Well, that was a rabbit hole. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, so let's let's get a move on. <laughs> okay, guys. Okay. Smash Mouth. Yes. I can't believe they actually got Smash. Mouth. They got right. Smash Mouth. That's crazy. This show surprises me constantly. That's, That's what we love to see. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I I may have said something a little, a bit of a hot take. What's that? I, I did say, I said, oh, they got Smash Mouth. This is wild. This might be the best part of the episode. Whoa, I like it. Yeah, I mean, you're not, you're not wrong. I mean, I remembered this episode, and I was hoping that the BBs would be better in this episode, but... They were basically the same. This is why I ran from anything titled BB. That's fair. (laughs) But I enjoyed it. See, I for some reason, the ending scene of Kim trying to get to the dance, but then like going to like uh, San Francisco and then going to New York, like for some reason that has been emblazoned in my mind from a child. And I that's an incredibly fun scene. It is. I like it, but. yeah, so that's why I was like, oh, I want that episode, because I know it has that ending scene. So, for whatever reason, that particular scene stuck with me. And I mean, I think this this episode is way better than the first BB episode overall, despite the fact the BBs themselves aren't much better. I completely yeah, agree. The BBs Everything are garbage. Like, Where do we have like, the BBs? Like, the Kim, the Kim plot is way cooler this time around. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I would say so. Yeah. Also, they missed uh, the opportunity by not playing All-Star. Yeah. No, they did. Because they don't but stop thought... coming and they don't stop running. Like, that whole idea almost completely, like, applies so well to, like, what she was dealing with at that time. Yeah. True. But I like the song they picked. Also true. <laughs> yeah, all right. That's, that's pretty much all I had. Ooh, all right. Yeah, I didn't have much to say. I had already said what I was going to say about this episode. So do you guys want to move into now villain rankings? Let's do it. All right. Curtis, what do we got? All right. So um, do we want to field any like requests to move villains first or rank the unranked ones first? 
Uh, let's go with new villains, and if anyone thinks of a change, we can do that. All right, sounds good. Yeah. All right, so first new villain we have to rank is Falsetto Jones. Probably okay. F. Whoa, whoa, whoa. He should not be an F just because he broke the stereotypical villain thing of leaving. He stayed there to watch Kim get annihilated. That's true. That's he, true. He did do that. Okay, I'll Bottom put him at D tier. D tier. D -tier. Below, that would put him below Adrenaline, which I agree with. Yeah. Whoa, I, I think he deserves to be above her. That you, no. JC, you'll I, say that for everybody. I swear. I can't, I can't go that far. He's he's below adrenaline for me just because I agree. She has majority vote. <laughs> so let it be written. So let it be done. Fine. <laughs> that Mickey Mouse sounded dude. My gosh. We, we just require a simple majority for the villain rankings. That's <laughs> okay. So let's see. which that is not is... hard to attain at all. No, no it's, it's not. Like three people. Okay, next we have Motor Ed. Where is he going, boys? A tier. I agree. A tier. I was thinking yep. A tier. Yep, I like it. Above or below Professor Dementor? Above. Yeah, I feel like he had a lot more fun things to say. I would put him above Professor Dementor. All right. I like how high we're putting the Motor Ed because we'll we definitely see be seeing him again. Yes. Is he is he number three now? Uh, yeah, he's number three. Below yeah. just Draken and Shigo and Triple S and SSJ. Yeah, I don't think anybody's touched them yet. No, no, they're they're in their own. I, I will say the only thing that I disliked about this batch of episodes, no SS and SSJ. True. Yeah. Sad times. Is that the first time? I feel like it is. It might That's be. Why. Dang. All right, last villain to rank is White Stripe. Does he really belong on the... I guess he was a villain. He tried to do something evil. Yeah, he did. Yeah. Uh, I mean, he wasn't bad. Like, he was kind of fun. All right. I say at the bottom, bottom of, of C tier. Bottom of C tier. Yeah, I would go bottom of C. What that is that? Puts him, that puts him in between uh, below Gil, but above Frugal Lucre. I'm okay with that. All right. White stripe. All right. Um. So, looking at this list as it stands now. Okay. I will. I do have a slight adjustment that I would like to see made. So in F tier, we have at the bottom Doctor Finn, the Jackal, the Knights of Rodigan, BBs, Malcolm Nevius. I think we should move the BBs to the top of F tier just because they got two appearances and the rest of these Yahoos we'll never see again. I suck in that. Ah, oh, you suck. <laughs> no, you, I say I mean, no, the BBs but are it's a simple majority, so. Yep. They're way better than the nerd from the nerd episode. I hate yep. the BBs. They're so boring and lame. Well, you didn't let me get what I wanted with adrenaline, Josh. <laughs> Adrenaline was so much cooler, and she got the pop, pop, popcorns. All right. <laughs> she, she taught bad messages to children. All right. Does anybody want me to read off any other parts of the tiers to like review anything? Is there any way to see a Dr. Draken and she go even higher? Like, <laughs> do we want to put them in triple S tier and, and keep 
SSS and SSJ in S tier. <laughs> but wait, how how could we not have them triple S in triple S tier? Yeah, I don't know. Fair. But I, I, I'd, I'd say they're definitely leagues above uh, A tier. Yeah. Ma'am. Yeah. All right. So we got that out of the way. I absolutely love it. We have a lot of fun villains and not so fun villains in Kim Possible. But every show has that. Every show has it now we'll move into food rankings very quickly because we have two additions to make give me them food rankings all right so oh i don't have the rankings themselves do you have them written down because if you don't no. we can move it uh to next episode and i'll give up more yeah we, we might need to move it to next episode okay but yeah, as i said the additions are mucho cayente chisadillas and uh the quesarito platter Nice. That sounds so good right now. I'm starving, yep, boys. Yep. I'm a hunger boy. All oh, right. man. Episode rankings. Let's okay. rank them. All right. All right. Let's see here. Who would like to go first? I'll go first. Okay. okay. Yeah. All right. Um. So bottom to the top, Queen BB. Mm-hmm. Uh. Then Rufus and Show Adventures in Rufus Sitting. Yep. Then Motor Ed at number four, Job Unfair at three, The Fearless Ferret at two, and The Golden Years at number one. Dude, I absolutely love it. You know why like, I love I think, it, Curtis? Honestly, honestly, I think that my top four, you could really make an argument for any one of those being the best episode because they were all, like, super fun in their own right. Mm. Yeah. But what were you saying, Josh? Oh, I was saying, do you know why that I love it? Do you? Do we have the same list? Dude, we have the same list, yes. bro. Yes! I never have the same list with anybody. I was super surprised how high you put the Fearless Ferret. I'm gonna be honest. Dude, I, I watched that while I was, like, eating lunch like a couple days ago and i was just like i was smiling the entire time i love that episode <laughs> Heck yeah. yeah let's go oh my gosh it's been a while curtis since you've had the same list as it's somebody. been a long time <laughs> yeah well time for me to give opinions that will be deemed completely wrong now <laughs> oh no JC put Queen BB in the top three. Oh, uh, JC, if uh, you did that, oh my goodness, man! I don't know. Should your judge title just be stripped? Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh man, let me just re-rank my list now, just for that. <laughs> oh, let's hear oh, it, JC. Okay. So, I have the Rufus episodes at the bottom, then Fair. Queen Queen BB at number five. Okay, inoffensive. <laughs> I kind of wish it was higher now. Uh, but I think it. I think that it was just up against really good episodes. Otherwise, it would have mm -hmm. been. Uh, Job unfair at number four. Mm. Golden years at three. Mm. Fearless ferret at two. Motor red number one. Wow, well, motor red I mean, at number one. I mean, JC, I did literally just say that I think the first the the top four are all interchangeable to a certain degree. 
You definitely did. I'm glad we loved Fearless Ferret as much as we did. Like the Batman oriented mm-hmm. episode, just it warms my heart, guys. Like uh, oh. the Batman Beyond oriented. Yes, the Batman Beyond oriented episode. Yep, I almost put it as number one. <sighs> Man, I I love yeah, Batman I Beyond so much. That's like such an underrated property. It's crazy. Yeah, and just like Will Friedel probably having a ton of influence over this episode, like he probably had a blast with it. Mm-hmm. Such a blast with Adam West. Like think about he was working with Adam West. Hopefully he was because I've heard a lot of voice actors they just go in, say their lines, and go out, and sometimes never meet the people they actually voice act with. Um, but yeah, so like it, it'd be I would just I just imagine that like. Adam West and Will Friedel both got together and like put together this episode. I hope so. And that'd be so cool. Like a mix between the 60s Batman and Batman Beyond. My goodness. Yes. So, absolutely. So cool. Absolutely love it. Um, all right, Curtis, do you have a list of chronological episodes? Yep, um, just texted the group chat. Oh, okay. So, and I am very interested to see who gets to pick first on this because I need to have a conversation with you. Okay, so we can see who picks first because I'm pretty sure you wrote it down based on. Oh no, you raced it. You did it based on. All right, so, oh, we all had two episodes. I'm pretty JC. Did you not pick it first? Um, I picked third last time. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I think I pick first, so I think it's you, Curtis. Yeah, yeah Curtis, it I is get you. To pick first. Okay, all right. Who, who picked second? I pick second. All right. I'm trying to decide how nice I should be. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I have no idea how nice that's supposed to be at all, so... Okay, okay. Um, I will add something, like a comment to this. So... I divvied up the episodes to where we would stop before we got to the movie. Because there's a movie in the middle of season two. Um, and oh. it's separated into three episodes. So I chose to only watch five episodes of Kim Possible this time. But you'll notice there's a six episode at the bottom. Kim Possible actually crossed over with Lilo and Stitch. I see that. Things. That's crazy. Yeah, and like it's a full crossover where like they're in the whole episode. It's a Rufus centric like plot episode of Lilo and Stitch, but it's impossible. So I figured we might as well watch it because we have an empty slot to make it six episodes. Oh yeah, oh, so we have recommend. to go over. We have to go over to Lilo and Stitch to watch that one. Yeah, it's Lilo and Stitch episode uh, season two, episode nineteen. Mm, okay. Um. So yeah, that's that's what that's doing there. Um. With the first pick, uh, I already I, know what I already know what you're choosing. I don't even. Oh man, I I, 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 I hate that it. you guys are in such the know right now because I, I am definitely do it because I don't think there is a single Kim Possible episode I watched more over and over and over again as a child than this episode. Perfectly, yes, yes, yes. Oh my, I gotta go, go team, go. I thought that <laughs> was gonna be the one. Dang. Okay. 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 Had to do it. It's it, it's a pretty good one, isn't it? Uh, you're gonna love it, Josh. Oh you're gonna love man! It. Okay, uh, spoiler spoiler alert! It's my number one ranking of that batch. Spoilers! Ooh. Oh wow! You we'll already see. have it. We'll see. 
We'll see. Mm. I'm almost tempted to go Mother's Day just for Mrs. Possible. Um, <laughs> I can confirm Josh, she is in that episode. Josh, just do it. <laughs> all right, cool. all right. Wait, let, let's see. Let's see what we got here. We got car trouble, Mrs. Uh, okay, go him go. A very possible Christmas. Rufus versus Commodore Puddles. Day of uh, living. So that's another two-parter as well. Yep. <sighs> um, you know what? Let's expand things here. I'm gonna pick Rufus. Ooh, oh. spicy! I was expecting that to be like the last one picked. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna see what's what's going on here. I actually have really want to know. Have you ever seen Lilo and Stitch, Josh? Like the the show, not the movie. Oh, uh, no, no, I haven't. It is interesting. Such a fun I, show. I I liked it a lot as a child. Hey, Me hey, too. hey, hey, guys! I have yeah. something that I will. I don't know if I want to say on on air right now, but uh, we'll we'll see. Um, what? Because hey, uh, I, I Curtis, take a look at episodes, uh, season two, episodes fifteen and uh, sixteen. Uh, for Lilo and Stitch? No, of Kim Possible. Um, on Disney Plus, like the Disney Plus order? Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. And and read and read the uh, the synopsis of those. Kim Possible. Did you find uh, it? What a, yeah, like episodes 15 and 16 of season two? Yep. I think they're the same. I think they... Nah, yeah, I think they're... What? Hid, hidden what are talent the, and return to Camp Wanawi? No, 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 no. What are what are, what are the titles you're seeing, Josh? A Stitch Are you talking time. about the chronological... Whoa, 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 whoa. You can see what? Josh, that's the movie. Oh, it is? Yeah. Then why is it saying... Oh, well, I'm just looking at Google. Wait, there's something called a sitch in time? <laughs> JC, I think the jig is up. <laughs> wait, wait, so you guys were messing with me? Wait, wait, yeah. wait, there, there's a time travel story already? Yeah, you the, guys just, suck! The first, the first Kim Possible movie is a time travel story. Oh my gosh, you guys totally messing with me. I thought I was so Oh my gosh. I we're done. We're done. This is this We're so We freaking done. got you though. We got the, you. the the timeline already changed. J JC stop it. Stop hey, it. Right I you can't disprove that. You literally can't disprove That's it. That's why JC kept going at it because oh my gosh. Yeah. You guys were just tagging me along. You suck. <laughs> I'm actually glad that you found it out this episode so I didn't have to wait two weeks for this moment. Oh, my word. All right, so who's picking right now? It's um, JC's turn, right? Yeah, yeah, and I'll take a very possible Christmas. Ooh, that was definitely one I wanted. Dadgummit, JC. Hey, you All already right. got your team go. Don't even come That's at me. True. And I mean, I get my second choice. <laughs> Uh, car trouble. Nice. All right. So that, uh, yeah. Well, then I'm gonna go Mother's Day. Yeah, yeah. Mm, girl. <laughs> so I get Commodore Puddles and Snowman. Someone had to take the two-parter. I can do my. I had him West voice. 
Oh no, Robin, it's Mrs. Possible. Get out the room. <laughs> no. Alright, well there you have it guys Another special episode Hour and 40 minutes of Kim Possible Us having a ton of fun Where we bring you tons of content Related to Kim Possible right now at least Villain rankings, food rankings All that good stuff It's gonna be a lot of fun We are the Court of Capes Where we discuss, rate, and rank hero content animation anime live action all that good stuff you can find us on spotify and other podcast services around the globe and with all of that said let draw canada be a real thing long may he reign lord draken <laughs> amen oh draw canada <laughs> peace out <laughs>